Greetings and welcome to American Focus, powered by the Center Square. I'm Dan McCaleb, Executive Editor of the Center Square Newswire Service. Joining me again today is the Center Square's Washington, D.C. Bureau Chief, Casey Harper. How are you, Casey? Doing good, Dan. How are you? I am doing great, thank you. We are recording this on Friday, August 25th. Casey, former President Donald Trump surrendered Thursday to federal authorities in Georgia, where he faces charges he tried to overturn the 2020 election results in the state. Uh, Trump had his mugshot taken, the first president to ever have done so, and boy, was the mainstream media in a tizzy about it. Mm. If you've been anywhere uh, near a computer, on your phone, watching TV, you couldn't miss the former president's scowl, head leaned down a bit, (laughs) staring directly at the camera. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, this is unprecedented. This is historic. I mean, this is the kind of thing that you have to imagine that picture will be in a textbook. You know, I mean, that's that's the kind of thing we're living through here. This is a a former U.S. president being arrested and a mugshot taken. That's going to be up there with um, some of the you know, most um, memorable uh, images of American history one day, I think, at least for uh, for this century. So it's unprecedented. And clearly from, from Trump's perspective, they are leaning heavily into this, trying to make Trump a martyr. They immediately uh, sent out, you know, pictures of his mugshot to raise money. They changed Donald, you know, donaldjtrump.com has, um, you know, has the mugshot on it. And actually, this is pretty amazing, Dan. Trump actually posted on Twitter. For the first time since he was basically booted off related to, uh, you know, the January 6th stuff, his last tweet, it was January 8th, 2021. Um, and he says, to all those who asked, I will not be going to the inauguration on January 20th. Uh, so because of his contesting, of, you know, of the election and what happened on January 6th, two days later, he's basically booted from Twitter. And then when he was probably going to be allowed back on by Musk, he, he didn't take him up on that. But 11, I guess... Uh, late last night, which would be Thursday, he posted a picture of the mugshot and it just says election interference, never surrender, donaldjtrump.com. So he's leaning heavily into this. I think him going on back on Twitter is actually a really big deal for the election cycle. But um, Trump faces almost 100 charges in four states, Florida, uh, New York, Washington, D.C., and now Georgia. Some of those charges are related to his alleged work to overturn the 2020 election. Some are related to his alleged payments to adult film star Stormy Daniels, and then some are related to his handling of classified um, documents, right? So these are kind of unrelated, different things are all coming in at once. It means that Trump is going to spend a lot of this campaign season in the courtroom, meeting with lawyers, and it could, believe it or not, Dan, mean that the Republican front-runner for president could end up behind bars even before Election Day, or um, interestingly enough, possibly after. We don't know what will happen then if his case delays after the election and he is able to win. Um, what what would end up happening? Can he pardon himself? I think he will certainly try very likely. And then that'll kick off its own legal battle. Yeah. Yeah. You can't see me, but I'm shaking my head because it's this whole thing is just unbelievable <laughs> how this is playing yeah. out. We've, of course we've talked about Trump's legal woes and being the front runner in the uh, presidential GOP presidential primary in episodes past, but I, I, I still can't get past the fact that this is happening in real time. It's almost like a soap opera. Um, you couldn't make this stuff up 
if you were a Hollywood writer, of course, if you're a Hollywood writer, you're on strike, so you're not making anything up right now. But um, <laughs> just <laughs> Dan, don't give me ideas. A Trump soap opera, I would definitely watch that. I'm not going to lie. Um, I don't know that I'd watch it if that's what you're asking, but um, give it a shot. Who knows? Um, <clears throat> and we're going to have months and months and months of this. Um, I think that did I the, the George the prosecutor in the Georgia case wants to tri- uh, set the trial for later this year. Um, one of the one of his indictments the trial's been set for I think it's uh, either April or May of next year. This is we are getting into the heart of primary season. He's a former president. He's far and away uh, the leader in the GOP primaries according to the Center Square's voter, voters' voice poll and just about every other poll. Um, out there. Um, we've got another debate. There was a debate uh, this week where Trump did not join, but he got huge audience uh, on Twitter or X, what formerly known as Twitter. His interview with um, Tucker Carlson, for a former Fox News host, it got millions of views. Um, I, it, I, I don't know. It's just, it's amazing to me that this is happening. And then of course, on the other side, you have, you've got President Joe Biden, where there's concerns about his age and his mental capacity, and he's facing his own um, uh, inquiries uh, into his and his son's business dealings overseas. If it were right now, it certainly would be President Biden uh, versus former President Trump in a matchup, and just the storylines here are incredible. Yeah, I mean, just going back a little bit, that Tucker interview, Dan, in three days, um, it in less than three days, it has 253 million views, which is insane. I mean, blows the debate out of the water. I think what Trump did this week, oddly enough, is he secured the Republican nomination, unless him going to you know jail or prison can somehow unseat that. But I think he uh, the debate didn't really change anything, and that mugshot I think is going to win him the nomination. People. I think it's just going to energize Republicans. He's already had it locked up, but something about that, it's like, it just, in my mind, it's kind of cemented him winning the Republican nomination. Um, the only thing I think that could change it is somehow a dramatic uh, prison sentence that convinces a lot of Americans that he can't run. Uh, but even then, I'm not sure that that would unseat him. So I think we're looking at the Republican nominee here in the smoke shot. It is historic. As you said, the debate didn't do anything to change it. There's too many candidates out there. They're, they're a little too similar. Um, you know, I think some have really grown their own name. You know, we talked a little bit about on the last podcast about Ramaswamy, how he really rose, I think, in the in the Republican consciousness and could be setting himself up for some um, running maybe in 2028 as a Trump 2.0. I think that's a real you know possibility. I think DeSantis could also, uh, you know, do a lot better if he wasn't in Trump's shadow right now. Um, so, you know, there are there are interesting things happening down the road for the Republican Party as far as some of these candidates. I mean, I think Nikki Haley, uh, former ambassador, did pretty well at the debate, actually. And she's a little bit more of a moderate option. I think they, Nikki Haley actually could beat Biden in a general election, but she's only polling at four percent in our um, Center Square Voters Voices poll. So some of these candidates that have, you know, general uh, um, appeal just couldn't couldn't win the primary. So it is historic. I agree with you. I mean, 253 million views, Dan, that is, I don't know if people realize, I mean, that is, that's Super Bowl, you know, better than Super Bowl um, level numbers 
Listeners of America in Focus podcast, you heard it here first. Casey is calling the GOP primary for former President Donald Trump before a single vote <laughs> is passed. Might as well call off the Iowa caucuses, the New Hampshire mm. primaries, all the primaries next year. It's going to be Trump. <laughs> Dan, that's why the people listen because of my insight and analysis. I can see into the future. All right. We'll pull this clip in a year. We'll pull this clip in a year and I'll ask for a formal apology. Well, I'll tell you what, let's have a producer, Cole McNeely of America's Talking, set this aside. Let's bring it back up in a year, uh, a year from now, the uh, Republican convention, uh, which is in Milwaukee, where the first debate was, will be over uh, the Democratic primary, or excuse me, convention, the Democratic convention, which will be in Chicago, will be over. So, uh, Cole, please put that on your calendar. Let's bring this segment back out after the conventions. We are out of time. Listeners can keep up with all of these ongoing stories at thecentersquare.com. Uh, for Casey Harper, I'm Dan McCaleb. Please subscribe. Thank you for listening.